Hello, people. We are back. Act to the podcast, episode 85. We in the building. It's your boy, International Walk. It's your girl, Tosh, the co-hostess with the most. And we are. The queen with the crown that be down for whatever. The queen with the crown that be down for whatever. <laughs> I we thought about that song earlier. <laughs> with another episode. We are up to 85. Woo um, Back in the building for another week. Um, you guys can catch all our faces and all these episodes on acttothepodcast.com. You can catch it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, TikTok, Breaker, Spotify, and Twitter. Um, how are you? I am doing great today. Guys, I just want to let you know, if you saw episode 84... Um, I was not feeling well. She was going to pass out. Had, I, I don't know. Y'all probably don't know. In hindsight, if you go back and see it, you may like peep my body language. I, I got sick, and but I held it down because I'm the queen with the crown that be down for whatever. And I held it down for my baby and made sure we got it done. But I had to like slip on my little note like... I'm not feeling good. But I guess the note said I can't hold it down no more. No. I gotta go. <laughs> no, but today I am feeling great. Mentally, I'm a nine today. Mm. I'm going to say at this very moment. And you know what? I, that makes me feel good because about an hour ago, I thought to myself, hmm, when we do the episode, he's going <laughs> to ask me how I'm feeling. I'm probably <coughs> about a seven. But Why? Why? Not, not, you know... I'm a I'm a worrier about people that I love and stuff that I shouldn't let impact me. It does, but you know I well, shook it off. For? What's the coping tools for? What's the coping mechanism? That's why for? I'm a nine now, okay. cause I utilize. I went in my toolbox when I was in the shower and I whipped it out and I said, you know what? I'm giving this to God. That's how you give it to God. You give okay. it to God. Cool. What's your finances so I'm a nine. Like? My finances are nine. Have no complaints. God is good. Bills are paid. Savings is nice. Uh, I'm grateful. So no complaints there. Work. Work is a nine. Damn. I've been feeling great doing my thing. You know, handling business like I need to. And just, just doing what I got to do. Physicality. Womp, womp, womp. I was like, no. I she going to have I'm waiting. I'm going to say I'm an 8. I feel, oh, I thought yeah. she was going to have nines across the board. Nah, I don't want to lie to y'all. I'm not going to do it just for the numbers. Damn. Um, but but an 8 is better than, again, a earlier seven. I didn't feel like the, a right. 8. So I'm proud of that. You know, I'm feeling like an 8. So I feel good. How are you, daddy? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing good. Um, I feel I feel good. I feel I feel better than I, um, I thought I would. That's good. Yeah, That's good. good. Um, we pray before every episode, and you can't tell me about my God, but go ahead. Yeah, um, mentally, I would say I'm a nine. Mm, I feel good. sharp. I feel good. Um, work, I mean, finances, I would say I'm an eight. Okay. Um, I want to get the, you know, the finances back to where I'm comfortable. Um, work is, oh, man. Work is probably an eight. Okay. That's mm-hmm. good. Got two more jobs, one town over. Oh, so, wow. So, you're still in that area. Yeah. When uh, do they start? Probably next week. Okay. Physicality, I feel like it ate nothing. Uh, you know, nothing has bothered me. Actually, my mouth uh, feels good right now. Um, I feel good. So, um, eights across the board. That's yeah. awesome. Um, really quick, if you don't mind, shout out to our nephew. You know, we have, like we always say, we got like 20 nieces and nephews. One of our nephews 
took we seen him we didn't see him be born but we seen him day two of life and he just started college he's a freshman yeah so shout out to him he is at the De delaware valley university he is an awesome basketball star so i don't even know if he watched um but we still are very proud of him so shout out to him you see my shout baby represent my represent represent Derry jr wow you giving um, people full governments out well here. you know he, everybody knows his name, <laughs> but he's a junior um but yeah shout out to my nephew He's in uh, in college, and, and we proud. Yep. So, um, wilds and woes. Um, my wild this week, you know what? I'm just having another week with my amazing husband, us being both in great health, you know, returning from our travels, um, and just, you know, being able to pick up where we left off, resume life, no issues, no hassles, just gratitude. That's my wild for this week, just gratitude. Woes. Um, I don't have any woes. I, I will say that I don't have any woes. Uh, I'm, I'm taking just, you to think about your wilds and woes this week. Um, well, you know what? Usually I don't try to like think about it, but so much. Well, I, it's, I mean, like things happen and it's like, so, I mean, yeah, I probably didn't give it much thought. Cause I mean, I, even sitting here now, like, you know, it's things going on in life, but I write, I just feel like a sense of peace and gratitude. Yeah. And again, if you would have asked me an hour ago, I might have had something to complain about. But right now, I'm just grateful. What cool. about you? Wiles is, uh, again, I feel better than I thought I would. Um, you know, got my procedure done last week and I just feel really good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you look good. Smiling. Too. And um, I knew I would feel good, but I feel even better. Um, wow, I that's so, good. Yeah, I, it's um, it's I feel good. A little bit of lingering pain. Can't lie to the people out there. There was some pain involved in it, um, and there was some lingering pain. But I'm okay. So yeah, it, it was worth it. Awesome. Um, I want to talk about what's your woe? No woes. No woes. Okay. Well, I mean, you didn't. Say well, the woes was the lingering pain. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It was a positive and it was a negative. You got to keep up. Okay. You try I'm to sorry. make me think I didn't give no woe when I did. I said, but you didn't. Pain. You didn't like lead into it saying my woe is. So I thought you were just trying to lump it together. But I got you. Oh, that's what we doing? <laughs> is that what we doing? Uh, okay. I'm a, I'm a talk, let's talk about men and women for a second. Um. I'm going to describe a video to you, and this you got to take my word for what the video was, not unless you saw it. So, saw a video early in the week of a guy in a hotel room throwing a girl out because, um, obviously, he had flew her out. This was the extent of the video. Flew you out here to be with me. I guess the guy has an expectation of, um, you know, a little bit of touchy-feely. Girl was there for two days, did not want to be touched. Guy ended up spending about $5,000 on her, changed her flight because she wouldn't fly on Spirit, so he put her on Delta to fly out. He said that was like $1,000 at the last minute. Flew out, said he was going to a restaurant. She said, I only eat the best. She wanted some crab legs and lobster. Took her to get crab legs and lobster. Came back to the hotel for this, the second or third time, tried to touch her. I don't feel like being touched. He kicked her out. So my question is, what's the expectation with men and women, period? But in a situation like that, if um, you're flown out to a place, 
not and I know there's you can have an expectation all you want like I can have an expectation you don't have to have sex with me but in situations like that where you got women going to um, men's hotel rooms at 2.30 in the morning and all of a sudden not expecting sex or being flown out somewhere to uh, wherever a, a different state he said halfway across the country so I just assume New York to LA or or Philadelphia to LA. That's all the way across the All the way across the state. <laughs> um, so I just assume that, but what's the expectation? Single, everybody's single, you know, we all we all adults here, but what's the expectation in a situation like that? So, I mean, you kind of said it. I don't think there should be an expectation. However, we know that in this day and age, in this society, men do have an expectation. So what I would suggest... Is that wrong, though? I think it is wrong in the sense that, like, you ain't, you ain't, you know, this ain't an escort. So you flew her out because you wanted to wine her and dine her. Maybe she didn't like you once you wined her and dine her. So she's not obligated to reciprocate, you know, your whining and dining with some coochie. Right. Like, she's not obligated to do that. So it could have been a situation where... You, it, it, it could have been a couple of different situations. She could have just been using you. But right. I would think most women, now I don't know if, like you said, he spent like $5,000 on it. I don't know if it was like shopping or that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's or, what he said. The hotel just... room, the flights, the food, the shopping, all that stuff. And to throw a caveat in there, what if they had history? Like, what if we had sex before and you know the expectation? Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's expectation of a man to be like, well, I expect to have some sex. I don't think that's a problem. And now you don't have to sleep with me. But at the same time, maybe we got history and we slept together before. And I'm just like, yo, you, you free this weekend. I'm going to fly you out. Bah, bah, bah. But your, your head is on some, oh, I'm going to see how much I'm, I'm, I can get him to spend on me. Possibly. And it's like, yo, like, you know what the situation is. We had sex before. I'm flying you out to spend a weekend with me in a hotel. Like, what okay, do you but think? You gotta... I want to play Pinochle? Well, but at the same time, that's <laughs> your fault for, is your fault, for, uh, you meaning the man, for having expectations and thinking that just because you have expectations, she is going to live up to those expectations. Okay. Just because y'all had sex before, maybe y'all had had a date here, had a date here, you know, spent some time together, but maybe now in this extended time together, she may have realized, I don't like you. Or your sex might have been corny before and she don't want to give you any again. Well, why would or you pack a bag and fly across the state to go be with somebody whose sex is bad? Why well, I'm just throwing that? that out there. So maybe, you're right, but maybe they didn't. So yeah, maybe let's say that wasn't the scenario. But maybe she packed the bag thinking, okay, this is a good opportunity to spend some time with her. You could have been out there acting corny or acting all braggadocious with your money. She could have just realized, like, mm, I ain't really feeling you. Or she could have been on the tip of like, I was just here to use you. So as a man, that's the chance you take when you tricking. So if, if you're a single girl and you're 30 years old and a person, a friend of yours flies you from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, you don't have it in your head as a woman that this guy might want sex from you? Yeah, but okay. I don't feel like I'm No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm just saying, you know that he right. probably, and that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's nothing wrong with him expecting that, but whether you give it to him or whether he gets it is a different story. I'm just saying the whole 
thing on expectation is wrong. Like, I don't agree with that. Well, like, okay. I don't think it's in, you're right. Because everybody, no matter what the like situation is, like, you have expectations of an outcome in most situations. Right. But you also have to be of the mindset that just because you have that expectation doesn't mean that's going to be the result. Like, I, I expect her to give me some coochie. I'm hoping she won't give me some coochie. But uh, I know it's a chance she might not. Like, right. it ain't guaranteed. And thank God, and this is why I stress the women, be careful of these situations that you put yourself in because what if, like, he got aggressive and he, like, I'm taking it. That, now it's a bigger situation. That's my second point is a woman to pack a bag, fly herself somewhere, be in a hotel room, and obviously, and I would assume that if you're going out there, you, you probably don't have money or don't have a lot. I mean, I'm just, just making a speculation. But if you leave... Say you go from Philly to, to Los Angeles and you in L.A. and you get put out. Like, is that a thought in your mind? Like, what am I doing here? Am I leaving this hotel room and I got this suitcase and I don't have nowhere to go? I can't call an Uber. I can't just go to the airport, book a flight and leave. Or, like, I have to be... be um, a dealt like I gotta have a credit card to go downstairs, book a room, and come back up here and sleep for, like overnight in case I gotta book a ticket, like to go back to where I'm at. Or I don't got no family here. Like, he well, I wouldn't in. think that. I, okay, I hear what you're saying. My assumption, just because he's flying you out, in no way, or shape, or form, would that make me assume that she doesn't have money? Okay, putting myself in that situation, if I was single or if you were single, like, okay, if we met on some website or something like that, and you lived in Texas. Or I lived in Texas, you lived in L.A., you wanted to fly me out to see you. I got my own bread. I know, but, but how easy is, is it for you if I kicked you out of a hotel room for you just to be like, okay, I'm not in this state no more. I don't know anybody in this state. How can I just go to the airport and say I need a ticket without them saying, like, you got to wait half a day. You got to wait a day. Um, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, what you going to do then? Or The chances of you having... But see, that. so again, as women, you need to never be in a situation where you can't take care of yourself. So if that is the situation, one, if you feel uncomfortable, be prepared to say, I'm out, I'm going to get my own room. I'm not going to let, let you put me out. Or if I feel uncomfortable and my flight is scheduled to go home on Friday and it's Wednesday, nah, I'm going online. I'm And at that moment, I mean, I'm not going to say you shouldn't be picky, but okay, American might not have a flight. The Spirit, does Frontier, who has the fastest flight that I can get well, home? clearly she don't fly Spirit. <laughs> she might not have fly Spirit on his dime, but if you need to get home as fast as possible, you probably going to take whatever flight you can. So, again, I, I don't... Now, if you got to wait a half a day at the airport, okay, so what? You got your own. So I, I encourage everyone to allow themselves to be in a situation. Don't take me nowhere where if something happened, I can't get myself home. I, I can't take care of myself. Like, I, that's, I, that's, that makes me think of like a night. I remember being 19, 20 years old mm -hmm. and at some points being bad off. And... As an adult at 41, and I don't know how old this chick was. Well, she probably was like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, that I would say she was in her 30s the way she sounded. She, was, she I, wasn't I, a young girl. I think in any situation as a woman, as a man, you got to be prepared to take care of yourself no matter what happens, no matter what the situation is. If this man died in the hotel, y'all having sex, 
and your flight information is in his phone and you don't have access to it, I need you to be able to buy your own flight home because he did. Like whatever the situation is, you need to be able to take care of yourself in the unfortunate situation that something happens and your, you know, your arrangements get, you know, canceled, thrown off. Um, but, but, but I will say this, like I, again, everybody has expectations. And like you said, it, like if we talking, we busting it up, we know what it's hitting for. That's what I'm but, saying. Like, yeah, we, we know what it's hitting here. for, but at the same time, it like we could, we could meet online and be talking for, let's say two months or so. You're like, I'm gonna fly you out to see me. I could like you a lot online in person. You, you the the chemistry might the not be there yeah it, it, so it could be like dang i thought i really liked him but i'm not gonna feel obligated to give you sex just because your that's your expectation if i'm not feeling it also now i will also say and maybe this is 41 year old tasha with a different mentality this is you need to communicate those kind of things right. like when y'all talking like all right, you know, I'm coming out there. Like, don't be trying no funny business. Like, however you want to say it. Or like a to man, like, be... you're not on your period, are you? Like, I need to know these things up front yeah. before you come on the flight. Because yeah. I'm, the expectation is, yeah, I want to hang out and chill with you and go eat. And we're going to go out to the club and do all that shit. But when we come back to the hotel room, yeah, but I so, want to so, be with you. Okay, so let's play out this scenario. You say that, like, you know, you're not on your period of it. And I might be like, no, but, you know, that don't mean nothing guaranteed. Like, I'm going to set the expectation, let it be known. I'm coming out, we going to chill, but... Don't have no expectations. Well, no, no, let me not say that. I was really saying, I'm going to have, have the expectations. expectations. Understand that. So that's what I'm I saying. As a man, a, a real man, I understand that. Obviously but don't tell didn't. me I can't have the expectations. Yeah, you can expect all you want. All I'm, I'm saying, I'm speaking about the, the scenarios around that situation. And um, to, to jump to another thing, like you putting yourself in a situation where I'm in a hotel room. I just told this guy, no, he could get aggressive. Yeah. Like, some guys will rape that girl. Yeah, that's sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you in a situation like that, and you just, like, took this money from this guy, or he's giving you this money, and you know, not, like, I, you don't want to be like, there's something attached to it, but there kind of is. There kind of is a underlying thing where, okay, you home on Thursday, I fly you out Friday, I take you out shopping, spend two, three thousand dollars, we go eat lavish meals, we go to, you know, wherever you want to go, we riding around, we chilling, we talking, we laughing, we come back to the whole hotel room, you don't want nobody to touch you? Yeah, like, I it's mean, just kind of like, okay, what the fuck are we doing? Like, but So this is my thing, too. As a dude, it's like, do you want a prostitute or do you want a woman? Now, I, now in just, that case, just, he should have just bought an escort. Just, he should have yeah, just paid a thousand dollars for an escort is, and saved four thousand. She could. It could be a now. It could be a test. I mean, you know, we grown people testing people, but she could really have had a great time and she could be enjoying the time with you. It, uh, she just might not be ready to give none up, and I understand as grown people that's the expectation. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. You know, spending time together and buying gifts ain't necessarily like a, a tit-for-tat, hand-for-hand exchange. Right. Unless it's clear, like, you buy me this, I give you this. But just because you buy me this doesn't mean I'm obligated to do this. Does the situation change if we had history, if we slept together before? If, if I was in your city and we slept together, now I'm flying you to my city a couple months later because you're free. So you kind of know that... 
this is why we getting together. I mean, it, <coughs> I don't think it changes anything. Again, I still don't think there's any guarantees because she she could be with you and just realize like, eh, I ain't feeling him. Now, I will say as women, you know, you know whether or not you feeling a person much sooner than but a whole take day his of gifts? shopping. Why take his food? That's why take I, his shopping? That's what I was about to say. So you have to kind of, you know, when y'all out shopping and stuff, now going to dinner or something like that, or you got to eat. Yeah, everybody you know. Eat. But if you know he's shopping and he's spending a bag, I would, I mean, just ethically myself, I would kind of feel like I don't want to play somebody like that because I know what he's expecting. But so, I mean, the fact that we had sex before doesn't mean that because, okay, let's say we met in a club and I was whatever we, we had sex. And then after that, it was like, damn, you know, I gave him some too fast, but now we're trying to get to know each other. So, so don't have that be an expectation of, okay, now, bam, we just always going to get it. in every time we get together, maybe I want to slow down. Maybe that was like a oops and it happened, but that doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to get this. You're, you're guaranteed to get it when I want to give it to you. I'm not and, denying And as that. women, we do have to be careful because especially these situations where you really don't know a man or, or, or a man doesn't know a woman. You really don't know a person until you really know him. You you think he nice. Y'all been shopping. He been wanting and dying you. And then you wind up with a black eye and your panties ripped off. That's a scary... I, I mean, thank God I've never been in that situation. But I can imagine that being a scary situation. And as women, we just... You got, you got to be careful. I wonder if it's a thought because it seemed like she wasn't fearful of that at all. And as a woman, it's, it's almost like, are you aware that you're in that situation until he punch you in the face? Or do you are you aware of that situation when you're telling him no? He's saying, get the fuck out. I spent five grand on you. I'll help you pack. Get your shit and roll. And you like, OK, the situation is getting a little tense. Like, is that a thought in your head or are you just like. Fuck you. I ain't got to give you no coochie. Like, it's almost in this Until he knock you upside your head. Then it's like, oh shit, I'm in a situation that. It sounds a little crazy, right? And this is in hindsight because I don't know what I would feel at that moment. But it's when, as he's, is now that he's recording, I don't know whether he's yeah, going he loud. So I would kind of feel like and he, a little bit. And sick. he had a little bit respect. He, he, he blurred her face and said, I'm not even going to say your name, but you got to go. But so at that point, I, I would have kind of, but I would have kind of felt like he ain't going to do nothing to me because he would be putting himself out there. Like you recording this whole interaction. That's like calling the cops right, on yourself. Right, right. So I would kind of have, that would have gave, given me a little sense of security and thinking that, you know, he might not do nothing because now, he, now if we in the room is locked like, and, and, and it's just, put the phone down. Or, yeah, or never even picked up a phone. Like, and that's enough. You know, this whole that's a different conversation. Like, why do we even know this? You know, I mean, I know it's got, like, but why is a grown man even recording this? Like, what what was the point? Because he felt some type of way. I mean, if it was a woman doing some recording of something, nobody. I, I feel question. the same. No, I, mean, I feel the same way as I grown understand, people. but that's just the way of the world that we live yeah. in. And he was pr probably protecting himself and wanted to say, "Listen, like, I need you to go," and. Was he wrong? Yeah, I definitely think he was wrong. Like, so when he, so he put her out. Yes. Yeah, I mean, unless there was some agreement, it's your fault that you that you felt like you was guaranteed. If you was, what if he was told that? What if he was led on? Like, not necessarily told, I'm going to fuck you. But what if it was 
all that shit you was talking and it was no, all right, like ain't nothing guaranteed. It was all that leading up shit because I want some money out you. Because I want you to spend the bag on me when I get out there. So I'm leading you on. I feel like, and again, this is in hindsight, as a man, she in the hotel, you fed her, fine. If you want to take the gifts back, I don't know what he bought her. You want to take the gifts back, fine, do all that. You know, but at that point, the you know, the hotel room is there. I, I would I think and I again I'm saying this from the outside looking in I think as a man that might have been my approach I probably would definitely take the gifts back you can't take the meal back the hotel room is booked it ain't like you can get your money back anyway mm -hmm. so I, I that might have been my approach in that situation but as a woman like I would it, as soon as I felt like the dynamics was changing and you was getting a little aggressive or you was letting it be known like what you mean i can't touch you it could have been his approach too like and i i think once a woman says no like i'm not having sex i don't think there's any fucking thing you can say or do that's going to say okay we're having sex now like in that scenario like if a, you go to touch a woman and she says i don't want to be touched or no. No, there definitely I don't is. Think what, because, can, what can you say if she says no already? Like so we're not having thing. sex. This is the thing <laughs> with 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 a man. You gotta understand. She said no. Now I'm not saying to manipulate her, but if you take the approach like, okay, you don't know, understand, we can just chill, watch TV. I just wanted to enjoy your company. I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but I'm just happy being here with you. You know, we let's watch some TV or something. That and a woman might be like, damn, like that that could change her mind. But again, I don't know the reason that she said no. She like you said, she could have just not she liked just said, this I whole don't want to be touched. That's all the details I had. It was like a 30-second video, and she said, I don't feel... He was like, what you mean? You was here for two days. I spent all this money on you, like $5,000, and I go to touch you twice, and both times you don't want to be touched? And it could have been... It could have just been his approach to it. Was he being aggressive? Like, get over here, girl. Like, here, here go these bags. No, give me some coochie. Like, that's nasty and gropey. So it, it could depend on what his approach was. But just because she said, no, I'm not saying force her at all, but it doesn't mean that a woman can't change their mind. Of course. How, what your mannerisms is and how you react after that, she, you could have woke up and she could have been touching you because you made her feel more comfortable. Like, all right, damn, like we had a good night tonight. We chilled, we watched TV. Maybe we played some cards. We laughed, we thumb wrestled. We talked about our- We thumb wrestled. Like anything. <laughs> we talked about our dreams. Like we talked about goals that we had. We talked about our childhood. You know what? I ain't give him no coochie, but he turned me on mentally. Like, so that it, just because she said no, doesn't mean that she couldn't have changed her mind. Right. But you getting aggressive about it, like it, maybe not even aggressive physically, but just that you ain't going to, you don't, what you, whatever he was saying, that right there ain't going to make her change her mind. Like, would you want to be like, all right, come on. Are no, you going to even want it at that, that point? No, yeah. Like, you might say, I raped you or yeah. something like that. Nah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it. But I damn sure would get away from her. Like, I don't know if I would put her out. And again, if I had the expectation of, or been led on to think that I'm going to have sex with you. I fly you out. And there's you haven't said that you don't want to have sex with me. And you've been leading me on and we've been talking about sex and what we're going to do to each other. And we get out there and we I spend money on you and we go to eat. And it's like I, I touch you in a gentle way, not in an aggressive way. And you just like, nah. 
like that's wrong. But we don't know what the touch was. He could have stunk. That's true. She could have been talking to him online and got in person like, oh, he stink. Okay. <laughs> like anything. Okay. All right. So if, if men have an expectation of sex, what's the woman's expectation from your perspective in a scenario like that? What's a woman's expectation if a man's expectation is, man, I hope that we, even if we do go to the movies and go eat and go to the park and play, I hope at the end of the day I get some sex. Like, that's what a man is thinking. But what is a woman thinking? I think she, she's, she is wanting, okay, she wants him to make sure that she has a good time. That And I'm not going to include shopping because I, I don't think every woman is, saying, is thinking, oh, I hope he takes me shopping. Mm -hmm. But you will treat me nice. We will have a nice dinner. The hotel accommodations have to be top notch. You, you got to get the hotel the level of hotel room that I would get for myself. Right. Um, so the, that's so right. So you're talking five-star hotel. Yeah, like the, I have to feel like, damn, you really put some, don't fly me out here to stay at your house. Mm -hmm. That's a, a a really bad assumption to make that I'm going to be comfortable with that. Um, you Again, I just, and I want you to make me feel comfortable. Like, don't just act like you flew out of escort. Make me feel like you want to get to know me. Know how to play the game, unfortunately, mm. to say it like that. But, I mean, hopefully it ain't a game, and you really do. But like No, but you there said, is a game. There's a, a cat and mouse That's why I said, as you said, at the end of the day, I know as a man you want coochie, but at least let me feel like, you don't think it's easy and that like you don't have to work for it. Mm -hmm. Make me feel like you care. Make me laugh. I, that's my expectation. I want to have a good time. I want to feel like, damn, I don't want to leave him. Or when it's time to go home, I can't wait to come back. So that's what I want to be stimulated mentally and emotionally. That's <laughs> So that's that's the things that I'm not just coming out here like, oh, I can't wait to see him and jump his bones. Because talking online, well, I mean, I can only assume. I've never online dated or like had a long distance phone relationship with somebody, but I can imagine that's all well and good. But when that real chemistry is going to be when you're in person with somebody. So um, that's the expectations of a woman to be made to feel like you care about this experience. One thing you didn't mention right off the back, what I thought you would mention um, right off the rip was when I get there, I want to feel safe. Well, you didn't mention anything about that. It was just, I want to have a good time. I want to you to make me feel nice. But it was like, I don't want to be, I want to be safe. I don't think like, a woman goes into it. Like, I'm coming to another state. I don't know nobody. I barely might know you. Like, make me feel safe. Um, I am walking around the street with you driving around in this car or, or Ubers and shit going to places. I don't know nobody I'm walking past. I don't know nobody in this state. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, as a woman, I don't, that's not something that I don't think you go into, like, ooh, make me feel, I don't even know that I'm going to feel safe with you yet, because we're just like, I, I, I'm assuming just meeting in person, mm -hmm. so for you to make me feel safe, I need to feel safe by myself first, I'm not just automatically putting my security in your hand, and then once we've established that, then it's like, okay, I'm going to trust myself to be safe with you. But I'm looking at this like I'm going on a solo vacation, meeting up with a person, but I, I'm i not going to even embark on that journey unless I feel like I'm going to be safe with you on my own 
And then once we together, it's like, okay, I want to see how he moves. But I, I'm not going to be like, well, make me feel safe because then... No, not it's kinda, asking no, no, or, but in or my pandering, mind. like, make me feel safe. But you just want to, like... Don't be putting me in a car. Don't be driving through no 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 gutter gutter blocks. Don't be like you know, make me feel like put me in a secure situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I was just thinking about my own. If it was myself, I don't think I would be even. Are you coming to get me in a car that's that's gonna make it when we driving? Again, thinking about myself, I don't think I would have even. My assumption would be we wouldn't even be talking if. If I had to ask those kind of questions, right? You know, or if you live that lifestyle where I think you' about to take me to the trap house, like I ain't coming out there anyway. Like no. But you know how that could be riding from the airport. Like yeah, I'm gonna stop at my man house real quick. No, you can drop me off at the hotel. <laughs> like you don't know because where now I'm feeling like it's a setup is. from the door. Like you' about to go to your man house, my luggage in the car. I'm about to be trafficked. Like uh, that's that's what's gonna go through my head. No, you can take me to the hotel. I'm about to be yeah, like your man house. Like why are you why are you even going to see him? I just flew however many miles to come see you. This should only be about us. I don't want to meet your family yet. I don't want to. I, I don't want to meet your friends. Like take me to the hotel. Don't traffic me. <laughs> take me somewhere and sell me. Would there um would there be less less toxic masculinity if men got more compliments? No, I, I don't think it's compliments. Toxic, I think it would be less toxic masculinity if as boys, men were made to feel comfortable with their emotions and with being vulnerable and with just allowing them to be a human and not having to be this bravado like put on this male bravado so i don't i think compliments that comes later on in life i think that comes from childhood where it's like you know you better not cry like you know moms will beat a boy say you better not cry he just got hit why can't he cry so that's from a woman's perspective from a male's perspective if we were given more compliments no i don't think it would help <laughs> no i think since a boy you have to be taught to deal with your emotions and not be afraid to cry and be able to feel your feels. That's yes. what would take away toxic masculinity or would lessen it. There's just some people out there who are bullies and just feel like they got to be in power of shit. So I don't think it would leave them. But for us damaged kids, like, yeah, we would just need a pat on the back, a hug. It's okay. Excuse me. It's I love you. Um, it's okay to cry, like you know, yeah, that whole thing where you you a boy, you don't cry shit. You you end up by the time you twelve, thirteen years old, you probably should have cried. You probably held in from five to twelve years old because you ain't supposed to cry. You probably held in a thousand cries. Now just imagine all that anxiety built up in you as a twelve year old where you were supposed to cry in the last ten years a, a thousand times, but you didn't. Like, it, it'll fuck you up. And you don't know it at 12, but you don't know it at 25. You'll know it at 35. So, That's a lot of cries. Yeah. But just, yeah, and just thinking to yourself, if you're taught, you better not cry. You better not cry. You better not cry. Now, you deal with a situation. And just think as people who will cry, those moments where you feel you need to cry, whether you're mad or you're sad. So, if you think in those moments you can't cry, what do you want to do? 
You're going to harm something, yeah. harm yourself, harm somebody, punch holes in the wall. You know, unfortunately, you know, men take it out on, on their women. We talked about domestic violence. Like, that, yeah, Crying that's where... comes from a place of fear. And when that doesn't come out, it turns to anger. And not... And, you're a man, so I don't want to speak for men, but I'm just saying in terms of, I think, raising young boys, it's not just about teaching them it's okay to cry, but it's the vulnerability that comes with that. Right. It's okay to tell somebody that they hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. It's okay to tell somebody that you're not comfortable with something. It's okay, you know, to, to for a child to voice their opinion or express themselves about situations because that is what lets them know, like, okay, somebody cares about how I feel in a situation it reduces the chances of children being abused because they don't have that mentality of i don't want to let nobody <laughs> know that somebody took advantage of me well, or you don't feel invisible yeah like you have a you don't have a grown person's voice but you do have a voice and when we grew up it was you, you know if you, your parents didn't want to hear what you, you had to say you got told to sh shut up right like shut up and like lead a room like if they was mad at you so even if you had a, something nice to say or good to say, if they didn't want to hear from you, it would shut up. And as a kid, that kind of conditions you to keep shit in, to yeah. shut up. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things. You know how as kids you're not allowed to curse. or like, So as kids, we weren't allowed to call each other like dumb or stupid. <coughs> and we weren't allowed to tell each other to shut up. I, like it, I mean, that really? was kind of like in the book. Could you say, uh, be quiet, pipe down? Or was that like this, you telling you you're still telling her to shut up? No, we could say I guess we could say be quiet. But it was just a disrespect to say shut up. don't. Yeah, we couldn't tell each other to shut up. What if one of y'all said pipe down? And <laughs> <laughs> probably be like, where the hell did you come from? I don't think that ever. I don't know if I ever told anybody to pipe down. But um, that's kind of like disrespect. Like shut up. Yeah, it's kind of more, but that's, especially a that's grown like person. telling you to calm down to like pipe down. Like. No, but a grown person is kind of condescending to tell a grown person pipe down. Yeah. I'd rather be told shut up. We couldn't even no down. grown ups. We couldn't even tell grown ups shut up. Like even in a joking way, like you know you play around like shut up, leave me alone. No, yeah. that that was like you cursed you might at got him. Yeah, yeah, you shut up. Like nah, you couldn't say shut up. Yeah, that, anybody you call Miss or Mister, you couldn't tell shut up. At all. Yeah. Um, has toxic masculinity ruined men? I think... You have girlfriends. You hear about... I mean, you've been on lockdown on the shelf for 20-something for mm -hmm. years, so you won't, you don't really know these streets, but you have friends. You oh, have I know that. I've been outside. Yeah, okay. I'm outside. <laughs> you don't like know that. these streets, but you have friends. You have family. Is, is toxic masculinity ruined men? I don't want to... Ruin implies that... It's irreparable. Put whatever. So what I do think that like. it has. I I it's think right? ruin. Yeah. Verb. Yeah. We'll put whatever verb you want there. If they're ruined, then that's an adjective. But has okay. it ruined men? That's a verb. Um, I think that, and the reason, only reason why, I, like, kind of changed it because, like I said, if you say it, like they're ruined it almost implies that they can't be fixed. And right. I think that there is some hope. Um, you know, I think there are generations that have been impacted greatly by toxic masculinity. And that, I would say probably like our parents' age, that generation, 
They probably are ru <laughs> ruined. I mean, <laughs> I was yeah, crazy. I, you don't think point, nobody's ruined? Yeah, at this point, they are who they are, and I think. It, I mean, of course, we're not. We you got hope for a sixty-year-old. Huh? We can never speak about <laughs> all. So I know somebody might say, "Well, my dad or my this, whatever." So of course, not all, but I think a majority of that population. I would say fifty and up. You know, it they, it, they fifty-five and up. They kind of set in their ways, so unfortunately, they probably aren't going to change much. You're not going to be able to talk that generation into sitting down and explaining to something to their wives, or you know, feeling like oh they had a bad day and just laying on their wife's shoulder and crying if they need to, or just feeling like you know what, I just need a hug and I just need to cry, but I don't want to talk. Like you're not going to talk them into that. They're going to feel like trying to make me so wussy boy out here right. like so i think that generation it's a done deal and you know hopefully whomever has Don't to deal with for that like a man for a, a, a month what is it called they, they call a man like a i forget yeah i can't think of the word but it's a word to have yeah them. but i think now your generation uh so i'm going to say like between that 30 to 50 age range i think a large portion of you guys um were impacted by toxic masculinity but one of the few good things that i think comes from social media you know is the i don't think a 30 year old is my generation though baby. well i, I mean well your generation is totally younger different from yes me. i agree but but i'm just saying I, I look at it like you're really grown at 30 mm -hmm. like your 20s it's just your 20s no disrespect but i think the, the grown-up men from 30 to 50 you're right that is younger than you but i think that's like actually two generations yeah maybe I was like two say, and a 30 year old and a 45 year old that's two different two, people. that could be a child yeah. but i'm saying that to say i think that age range was really negatively impacted but i do see hope for them mm -hmm. like they you know hearing about mental health seeing the taboo being removed um and, and the reason why I say, i'm not saying they have mental health issues but just dealing with emotions. I'll say emotional health. I don't want to say mental health. But being able to better deal with your emotional health. And more emotional, emotional intelligence. intelligence. Why would you steal my words out of my brain? Because I, I knew where you were going with it. So it was just having... I mean, I know how yeah. a man feels. And having more emotional intelligence is is, is what was... you know. I think that's say, that, that is saving you know, that group of men because it's it's letting them know it's okay. And breaking down the barrier of of being vulnerable. That's the biggest thing. Like we mm -hmm. were all that don't cry, all that be tough, all that don't show emotion, it's all in a bowl of vulnerability. Like, you know, you just can't be it's almost like you can't be yourself because when I feel angry, I'm not supposed to show it. When I feel sad, I'm not supposed to show it. And you all you walk around with this facade that Wow, and it's like a wow moment. That facade is toxic mas masculinity because right. you're walking around, you're being something in moments that you're not. You're not being yourself. You, you go home and cry then when you should have released that days ago or weeks ago. And, and I know being in situations, how difficult it is to put on a facade and in the inside, you are completely uncomfortable with that. Give and I'm inside. talking about... Uh, and I'm talking about isolated situations. Like, I'll tell y'all, this is a little bit funny, but not really. I never really dealt with anxiety issues. A few weeks ago, we w decided to go skating. Now, where we went, we had went previously. And on this night, it was like Adele R&B night. So, it was a real, like, 
smooth flow skating along grown it was like a grown-up grown-up crowd so we decided to go again and it's adult night but it's not r&b so now this adult crowd instead of being like 25 and up or like 30 and up it's like 18 and up and it's hip-hop it's fast and i was so uncomfortable <laughs> and overwhelmed because I think it may and maybe if I was going into it with that expectation, I would have felt better, but I was completely thrown off. The music was too fast, the skaters was too fast. They were it, it, it completely threw me off. And I and I it really bothered me like we had to leave. I only said it to say that was one isolated situation. I can't imagine being a man. Now, imagine if, if I didn't tell him and I held it in and just kept skating. Like, I might have, like, passed out in there just from, like, just being uncomfortable. Like, I'm, I'm not a person that wants to be. He knows if I'm anywhere and I don't want to be there, I'm ready to go. I don't want to so, be here. Like so, imagine being a man walking right. around and you constantly have to be somewhere you don't want to be or hold something in that you don't want to hold in or not say something that you feel or it so i i can't imagine having to hold that in all the time and like you get in a bad and it, it's it, and i don't want to speak again for men but it's probably to the point where even when you get by yourself you're still holding in because it's like suck it up you better not cry yeah because you don't want to just fall apart which that's what you feel like doing but it, it, you're walking around as a man with this facade on because to other men, you want to be like, okay, I can handle myself and take care of myself. So that's a facade. It, like, it's a shield that you're wearing. And with your female, like, you, you don't want to show emotions. You want to show her you strong. You was taught not to cry. Like, all that shit is a ticking time bomb inside you just waiting to go off. And, yeah, it's 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 bad. Like... Under them circumstances, like you can just like pop, mm. you can you can just pop because you're you want to cry sometimes you can't or you've been told you're a pussy. You know what I mean? Like you, wow. there's some guys out there who dads called them pussies at ten years old. Where it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Like at ten years old, I'm a pussy because I'm crying because I scuffed my knee up. Like I can't cry. Like and then that's when you're taught that, and then you take that into your adulthood. You you can't feel vulnerable in no situation. So that's I can't imagine not feeling vulnerable in any part of your life. Right. In any part. I would say even if you even if it's only your home that's yeah. just safe space. I think everybody needs that because even as women, and and not to like say oh well we go through it too, but <laughs> it's in a different way. Like especially as black women in corporate America. It's almost like white women will get away with stuff that if we do or act in that same way, then we're labeled as bitches. Oh, she's she's a bitch. Oh, she's she's cranky. She's moody. Or she has an attitude. Mm -hmm. And we and, and and me, anybody who's ever worked with me, know I'm not gonna allow anybody to talk to me any kind of way or to feel uncomfortable. But we do have to make sure we. I think we have to. Um, edit our words or kind of you know like you write a paper and you go back and edit to make sure that you getting your point across but it's professional so that it's not mistaken to be bitchy or like the angry you're not labeled as the angry black woman and i don't think white women go through that but so, that, i also agree with that's a stigma behind that but just the two races alone black women are more aggressive than white women so i agree with you saying like you should but are we should. aggressive or more passionate 
you I mean you guys can call it passion it's a it's a, it's it's a, it's semantics for me or are we it's aggressive a, or assertive because I think aggression has the connotation of of almost being no you guys are aggressive like you're demonstrative so that's what what I'm saying like and I don't think there's nothing wrong with aggression I'm not saying it in a negative way like some people might think but you are more aggressive in nature than white women. Like they're more like deer and timid and shit like that, where black women are like lions. Like you guys aren't scared and you don't have a problem being um, aggressive, probably because you had to. And, and I'm not disputing that, but you are more aggressive as a race and not in a negative way at all, just compared to a, a, um, a white woman and a black woman. Nah, just hands, just not even an argument. I take that and I, I think that's probably like you said we've had to we've had to be stronger yeah. we've had to fight more and in some situations to get our point across our voices are louder we um and I think part of it does come from passion part of it does come from wanting to you know put our foot down and, and be heard and, and, and I was gonna say put our stamp and um our our stamp in the sand or well, whatever you want to call it flag. I think our flag in the sand okay um, so with that being said, we need to still then have our safe space, you know, of, of being able to after work, have those conversations. So, I, so that's, that's what I'm saying. It's not, I know how that feels in that small spectrum of life for being a, pro, a professional black woman in corporate America. So again, you guys, us being in this small spectrum and you guys having that as part of your world. I can imagine that being extremely overbearing. You can tell those men too, because it'll show up later in your adult life. If, if you just took a poll, I can imagine if you took a poll of men who um, had babies and didn't cry or was watching their son graduate and didn't cry, mm -hmm. like because you were conditioned not to cry. And those are moments in your life where you should be boohooing, but you're just keeping it tight. And you're you keeping know, it tight and you think you're keeping it G and it's like, Nah, my baby being born like this, I feel emotional. Okay I should, yeah, there. I should cry, but at ten years old, I was called a pussy. I better not cry. I better and it's not crazy because you've always, I know, my husband. When it comes to women crying, if it's a commercial, it could be the commercial when a lady says, "Help, I've fallen and I can't get up." <laughs> it won't be that. <laughs> no, if but I can. I can lady... watch it. I can watch it. Law and Order or Chicago PD, and if it's a woman in distress. Yes, I can. And that's TV, emotional. so let it be a woman in real life. Yeah, I can. Like on the news emotional. or something. Like he is extremely compassionate. But I say that to say I feel the same when I see a man crying about something. Like whether it's said that, yeah, yeah. It's a man you know crying a pulls at my yes pulls at my heart because I know that's not easy for them to do to show that emotion whether they're sad mad happy just to see a man crying it's like oh, it just pulls at my heartstrings it, it really really does one of the things you asked were um um were men ruined by uh by toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity and i was saying 30 to 50 you know i think there's some hope I think what we face with the younger under 30 crop is a different dynamic yeah. of being that's a um, whole different desensitized yeah. and being traumatized. That's yeah. yeah. And then because I don't think they're afraid to cry, but I think they're so desensitized, like things that probably should make them cry don't. Part of them, but I, I was going to say I, I would go with I think they cry too much. I think they're really really soft that generation. 
but, uh, like but they're I, really, really soft. And it's a fine line of being tapped into your emotions and living through your emotions. And I think younger kids like wait. Let me think that. about that. You said being tapped in and being and living through. Okay. Yeah, wherever. I mean, like you know, it's the generation now where if you don't, you know, their boss don't say good morning to them, they they're affected by it. Like because they, you know, they didn't come up the way that we did, where we can kind of brush some some shit off. They don't brush anything off. Mm -hmm. But there is, I do acknowledge that part of kids, like you said, who. They're desensitized. Yeah, they desensitized. got friends being killed yeah. every six yeah. months. And it's like me, I, I can't imagine losing one friend. Like, yeah. I would be devastated. And it's like, to them, it's... somebody on the interview say before they were 17, they had 14 friends killed in Brooklyn back in the 90s. I probably would have, 14. like, been a hermit. I probably wouldn't have wanted to be anybody's friend yeah, for fear 14. of losing them. Like, yeah. what the hell? That's a real thing for... Um, for us black men of, of making it to 18, of making it to 25, like it's not only my story and how I felt about it, but I come to realize as I get older, it's a lot of people's story. It's a lot of people's story who was happy when they made it to 18. Mm -hmm. And and also not, not afraid to share that I didn't think past 25. Yeah. Like I didn't think what life would be like at 30 because who, who knew I would make it to 25? Like, it's, it's just a scary thing. Um, what's your version of a man to date if you were single? Like, I'm sure you're going to describe me, but, you know. Well, I mean. Like, what would he have to be doing? What would he have to have? What would he have to make? What would he, could he be black? Could he be white? Could he be Chinese? Could he be Panamanian? I don't, <laughs> I don't. Am I like a Caribbean fella? I don't feel like, um, I mean, okay, so let's get the... the Has to have a job. Yeah, and if there's kids. no specific career, um, kids is subjective. It would depend on ages. So what if I got young kids? Because like Over five or under five? That's still, that's still young. I'm thinking like over 20, over 18 or under 18 because it would depend on... Or right, let's say a base age of 10. No, uh, so that matters because do I want to do I feel like being a stepmom? Okay. Like so, it, because if this relationship progresses, I'm going to be a part of this child's life, and I don't think it would be fair for me would to go into it. Would that be a deal breaker if you had a, a he was a nice man, you really liked him, but he had a ten year old? Um, would it be like I'm not ready to be a stepmom, so I can't move forward with this relationship, or I'm gonna look past that because he's really a nice guy? It it really would be circumstantial. Like okay, so if we're talking about today, Natasha, forty one. Um, if I was single, I don't think I want to be a stepmom. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I want to. <laughs> I, I don't think I want that part of my life. And this might sound selfish. I don't want him. If we're going to build a relationship, I don't want him to have, like, to work, like, oh, every other weekend I got my kids, so, like, you know, we can, we can go away this no, weekend. but I we respect the honesty. Yeah, yeah we, can go, we can go away this weekend, but we can't go away this weekend or this vacation. We got to take the kids. I love the kids. I love the kids that, that are a part of my life, whether it's from whomever. But I don't want my oh, life to You were to saying be. it as a slogan, like, I love the kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, kids. I love the I kids. I don't want my life to be limited by kids at this age. So if he got 18 and up, and then, I mean, now, of course, I would still, 
if he was a father, he absolutely has to have a relationship. Like he can't be no deadbeat. That just okay, wouldn't be so allowed. Okay, so all right, we got we got kids established. Okay. What else? Um, as far as job, any career, job? he can have it. I will, he can have it. He has to have a stable income. Let me just say, you can't be out here forty one like. Oh, you know, I'm trying this record deal coming through. You know, I'll be going laying bars at the studio at night, just waiting for the call. Senior manager at Arby's. I, okay, he has to have a stable income and I be able said, to uh, and be able to sustain my lifestyle if we're going to have a lifestyle okay. together. So, so that's the so way I'll you're saying no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how much you see your manager. I show your closet on the fucking camera. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how much you see your manager at Arby's makes. Well, like my man Tony Soprano said, you act like butter wouldn't melt in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been senior manager at Arby's for seventeen years and be making bread. Then yeah. guess what? <laughs> Where's the beef, baby? <laughs> bring that. Bring that pink meat. <laughs> going to shade any career be and, and i'm not saying oh you got to make this amount of money but our lifestyles have to be not equal but they have to be within the ballpark of one another okay i'll say that they have to be in the ballpark okay. like because again if this relationship is going to progress then maybe you got some bills to be paying you know if, if this if the relationship is going to progress and we talk about buying a home what's your what's your credit looking like i'm probably gonna put something on it you need, you, yeah, you got, yeah, you need to put something on it yeah. and be able to sustain. So that's all. No, I don't care what your career is. Just have a stable career, especially at a, as as a certain age. Now people go through car. things. Car. I don't, you, going on all. you know, I don't care about a car. Okay. Like, you don't have to have a car. No, he he has to have, he has to have reliable transportation. Own home. Apartment, like you have to own a home. Can he be in an apartment? Can he be what in a condo? Like, what's the situation? He doesn't have to own a home. He, he does have to have a stable living situation. Like, and, and, and you know what? Furnished house. Yeah, some things are circumstantial. You know, your mom. If your mom, you know, you're taking care of your mom because she lives and she lives with you. So I don't know. There's. I don't want to just say certain things are completely out of the question but you need to have stability that that's the common thread there has to be some stability in your life criminal record it depends i mean if you were if you any kind of sex crimes kids crimes absolutely not i don't even want to hear your story and it's i know there are some people that got a bad rap out here and the story ain't what the record says i ain't even taking the time to investigate and have to determine if i believe you or not and i am checking your criminal record so if i see that i don't even want to know your story god bless you um if you were like a murderer and <laughs> i'm joking i'm no i'm not joking it does depend like if somebody did something to your child and you killed them i'm not gonna be like oh i can't be with you now if i felt like you still out here killing people then of course not you and you can't currently be involved in any criminalistic endeavors i have no time to go to jail <laughs> i have um, no time for jail drug usage you can smoke a little weed that is it you can't and you cannot smoke cigarettes what if he was on pharmaceutical meds like Zoloft or something like that? Antidepressant. I'll probably talk to my therapist about it because I don't really, I'm not really familiar with that lifestyle. <laughs> and I don't, 
I mean, because I don't want to be. He was on a Paxil or some shit. Or I don't want to well be I would be happy that he's <laughs> taking care of his mental health, but I don't. Am I putting myself in danger? And I, we laughing, but I'm being dead serious. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to have to monitor him if he misses a medication. Will I wake up in pieces? Like I don't know. I would probably. Mm -hmm. Seriously, talk to my therapist. I'm going to when we're done here, too, when we talk about that, like if you're going to wake up in pieces. Um, okay, my version of a woman would have to be... But wait, l l and let me just say this, too. Um, he, oh, he, he can be divorced, you know. Um, he has to be a Christian. Or, and I ain't talking about like a Bible thumper in church every Sunday. But, you know, we got to be... On the same so way. that was my number one is she has to be God fearing. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Have to believe in God. Have to be Christian. Um, uh, you didn't say a color. A I race. I would prefer that he's black. No, he has to be of black skin. Now he could be from Nigeria. He could be from Philadelphia. He could be from Haiti, but. Me personally, I I want a black husband. Okay, so I would prefer a black woman. I would um has to be working, has to have a close to a six figure job, um, and that's just in my head. I wouldn't be like you got to have a six figure job. Um, she would. But wait, so what if she doesn't? But she maintains her lifestyle with the income that she has. Like, she's not living above her means. She's living within her means. She's holding it down. She got a nice little apartment, a simple little car. She's taking care of everything she needs to take care of within her budget. But she makes $45,000 a year. Yeah, see, there's levels to this. Okay, so, right, you that's know, fair. I, I want to be you know, okay. equal on my own level. So, yeah, there's levels to it. So, okay. I, would, I would prefer that. I would prefer she's black. I would prefer she had long hair. I would prefer... Um, <laughs> Can it be a weave? No. Uh <laughs> no weave. Um, I would prefer she didn't, didn't have young kids. And young kids meaning over 15. So you mean under, under 15? Under 15. Okay. So any, any kids under 15, I would consider young. Um, divorced? Eh, I don't think I would mind that. Um, what if she was a widow? Widow, I would definitely mind that because there's obviously some hurt there mm. that you're going to have to deal with because, you know, we're all grown and people have passed and she didn't live under a rock and she had a husband who died. Like, that's some shit to live with for the rest of her life. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't want her to be a widow. Yeah. But divorce, okay, we can, we can work with that. Um, drug usage, no. I, no drinking, no smoking. She couldn't smoke weed? Um, no. Wow. No. Um, Look at that. The pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> call Ain't it that what you something. want. I'm just telling you okay. my opinion. And I, what I I'm with prefer. you. Um, what else did we talk about? Drug usage. What else? What if she had, um? What, what about her body parts? Body parts. No fake body parts. No fake butt. No fake. You can have fake nails. That's okay. No, body parts. Like butt, lips, no, boobs. No, butt, lips, boobs. I'm not into any of that kind of stuff. So I don't want no... Uh, perfect giant ass. I don't need no hard bounce a quarter off titties. I don't need no, you know, lips like that. So you want her to be black. You want her to have long hair. You want her not to have any kids or young kids. You want her to have, you know, relatively great paying job. Why are we saying so this with some type of sass? Like, 
No, so basically, oh. you just want me. Oh, okay. I might know where you was going with this. When a woman describes something they want, it's cool. But when the no, man I was just saying, was like, it too much? you're describing me. Maybe in hindsight, I am. <laughs> Moving on. Um, what have you learned? But wait, let me, okay, really quickly, let me tell you this. So, when I, I, there was a post that I saw. Um, I think Lil Duval posted it. He is hilarious to me. Where he said a lady had posted something about her high school sweetheart who had died and was like, he was the best love I ever had in my life. But she's married. Like, so how you posting about this best love you ever had mm -hmm. and now you're married? And then um, somebody in the comments was saying um, they knew of a woman who every year she i think her previous boyfriend or maybe husband died and like every year they post like um a dedication to that person and they are married so how would you feel about that um you know like fuck that dude like to be honest if i'm if i'm being honest like i ain't trying to be going in a relationship you posting shit or talking about and crying and shit every year like that's why I wouldn't be a part of that. So that would be my attitude. Sorry if, you know, it's offensive, but it's my show. It's my opinion. <laughs> um, what have you learned? Um, I have learned that. Did you know if you get bit by um, a mosquito in certain countries, you could get the Zika virus? Yeah. And, known that since I was a little boy. Well, and with the Zika virus, you know, it is extremely dangerous to pregnant women or yes. women who may become pregnant in the future. Yes. They could have babies with, I think it's Guillaume-Barr syndrome, yeah. which can cause encephalitis. That, that is, was very eye-opening. I think I probably I'm probably glad it. that you read up on this, but I can remember stuff like this in like 93, 94. But, and maybe I did too, but... It, I, Alright, y'all, when I wasn't feeling good last week, I was doing a lot of Google diagnosis, and I didn't know what the hell was wrong with me, and the, we had so many mosquito bites, I really thought, like, I didn't know what happened to me, yeah. but, so maybe that's why it, like, hit home, me, like, reading all this stuff, but it was really an eye-opener. we had, like, delayed reactions to mosquito bites. Yeah, like, mosquito bites from seven days ago, and now our legs are, like, itching ridiculously. Yeah. <laughs> But it just made me think of more preparation, like, and moving forward when we go de to these places, um, the kinds of, uh, uh, any, the bug repellent that we're going to put on our skin and use. So, yeah, yeah. that was what I, something I learned. It's a fine line with that, though, because you can put some strong shit on your skin that can hurt you. Yeah, um, that's true. What I learned is what I said before, probably on a... 10 episodes ago, probably not 10, probably five, but mm -hmm. Nick Cannon got baby making problems. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's healthy, but you, you can have a baby making problem. Mm -hmm. What I, do you I, think? It, you, I mean, I know you said you don't know what it is, but I'm just, I, I don't know what it is, but you can have baby making problems and he has a baby making problem. I don't care how much money you have, who I've never known anybody to have this many kids in one year. Or in a two-year span. Me either. This, what's this like? Well, all of his kids, kids are under years? 10. And this he is has... the third one by this girl. But isn't this like baby number nine? You to I have... think 10 because one passed away. Under 10. Like that's crazy. You know, you know what's also and crazy? like five of them came in two years. You know what's crazy? The, these women that he's not. I don't know if he's considered polyamorous because I don't know if he's in a relationship with these women 
or if they just have like agreeable terms to you know they kind of when he come visit the kids they have sex and oops you might get pregnant and then when he go visit this kid with this mom oops she might get pregnant oh he got a new girlfriend oops she might get pregnant but now i can come back to this baby mom and visit so i don't know if that's the terms where they're where there's some polyamory going on or they're just openly and willingly just having sex like all the time because it's just like you said three babies by this is the third baby by this girl but how you have a baby and a baby then you go over here have a baby and a baby you come back here have a baby you go over here have a baby baby then you go here have a baby baby and then back to that one like that's what a baby the making hell? problem and i don't think this that's healthy i think uh, we should pay well i don't think we should pay more attention but you think somebody healthy. should pay, somebody attention should pay to more them. attention to it it's not healthy it can't be i don't give a shit if i got a billion dollars I'm not having five, six kids in two years. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, wait, we did ask a couple poll questions. Do you want to look at the answers for those? Sure. All right, all right, all right. Thank y'all for y'all participation. So, let's go back. So, these some of these questions were based on our travels and our experience. So, we did talk to y'all last week about, you know, our desire to travel. So, the first question was, you got 10K, $10,000 for free Pick one. You either have a $10,000 shopping spree or vacation. So we had 12% say shopping spree, 86% vacation. I'm with y'all on the yep. vacation. I mm -hmm. could buy yeah. my own clothes. I don't even know what $10,000 worth of stuff I would want at one time unless it was like a couple really expensive bags or one really nice bag. But why would I do that? A trip me, please. So, you say a trip too? Yes, yes. definitely a trip. 86% vacation. I would go on three trips with 10 grand. Y'all tu sabes? That means you already know. So, do you speak any other language other than English? That was the question. Do you speak any other language other than English? 14% said yes. 86% said no. Which is not a surprise. I mean, I don't know a lot of bilingual people. Unless they are Spanish, I'm gonna get myself in that fourteen percent because I'm I I envy the people that who can speak another language like yeah. that. Like Even I, if it's just a little bit, like yeah, it helps. It I, definitely helps. My little bit of Spanish help, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Um, cosmetic surgery. Are you for it or against it? So the questions was a little nip and tuck ain't never hurt nobody. Fourteen percent said went yeah. with that. I'm perfectly fine with what God created, 86%. That's what I'm going to tell y'all this. I do agree. A little nip and tuck ain't never hurt nobody. Yes, it has. Killed Kanye's mom. Well, it did. That is true. But what I'm, what I'm saying is I don't necessarily think cosmetic surgery is a bad thing as a whole. I think the problem is people go crazy with it and try to just build these, that try to have a builder body. How can you say that? Cosmetic surgery as a whole, I'm going to use your words, cosmetic surgery as a whole, a quote from you. So you don't find nothing wrong with putting shit in your face, making it stay still. Botox, lips, nose, fucking with oh. your nose, cheeks up here, face pulled back like that. Cosmetic surgery as a whole. Fucking tits oh, yeah, up so, 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 so. Tits hard as hell. Tits way too big. Nipples misdirection. Like, 
This, this shit I'm not wrong saying with that I surgery. agree with all cosmetic surgery. You but said if, as a whole. Like I'm saying there are some procedures that I don't see. If you're a mom, you done had four kids, you took care of your kids, they all grown now, and you like, you know what? I want to get my groove back with my husband. Just get a little nip and tuck here just to, mm -mm. you know, flatten nope. out my belly. I don't knock a woman for what. Now, I'm not saying this for me. But I don't knock a woman for wanting to do that. I'm not going to knock a woman. I think you should just be happy with yourself. And I think that you should never go under propofol voluntarily. Period. I don't think you should ever, ever in your life play with your, your life like that and put yourself to sleep voluntarily under no circumstances. God forbid whatever health issues you have in your lifespan that put you in the hospital where you got to be put to sleep. But to do that shit voluntarily... For some some vanity issues, nah, nah. That's just one of them rules you should have as a, a, a I think, per my personal opinion, just live by. Okay, all right. Um, and guess what? Eighty six percent of people agree with you. Um, which celebrity would play you in your life story? What would you say? In my life story, ooh, I would think. Um, Um, I don't know what celebrity would play me in my life story. Uh, I got I somebody know. for you. He's not necessarily a celebrity in the sense of being an actor, but if he was trained, Malcolm Jenkins could play you. No. Oh. Fucking Malcolm Jenkins could play me. He's a fucking <laughs> boy compared to me. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. No I got to think about that. That's right on the spot. No, I don't think of no celebrities. I mean, you know, it, I mean, it's me. Nobody can be me. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, nobody could play me. Think about it. What actor would play me? I think, and here's another one. I, no, of course. You say Idris, I swear to God, I'm going to walk the fuck away. <laughs> fuck out of here. That's I was not going to say Idrisi. I was going to say just if you put a beard on, had a nice wig, like the, have locks like yours, Omari Hartwick. Omari Hardwick, I will give you that. Weebay. No. So, no. <laughs> Definitely not Weebay. If y'all watch The Wire, y'all know who Weebay is. I think Hassan Johnson is yeah, his name. Yeah. And he's from Philly, right? Yeah. But I think Omari Hardwick could play you. Rough him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For me, it would be my girl Jilly from Philly. Yeah, Jill Scott. I think Jill Scott would play me in a movie. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, some of the responses we got. Kanye West. Uh... I guess we can say his name. Tariq said Kanye West. I know Tariq is a huge Kanye West fan. Um, I, I don't really see any resemblance there, but I guess the, the whole style, we're talking, about, I guess. we're talking about a movie. We got makeup. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and then <laughs> Misty, she would play herself. Ain't nobody better to play you than you. Yeah. So, yep, I guess that would be the best. So... Thanks for y'all participation. We appreciate it. Thank More questions coming. And if y'all have some questions for us, send them our way. We have no problem answering. Y'all know we guarantee transparency. That is a slogan. We guarantee transparency. Three grams. <laughs> Let's get through these. Um, one, a man was found dead in a hotel in Jaraboka. He was cheating on his wife with some chick. He ate a gas station pill and had a heart attack. He was a cop 
and died. The cleanest said when they got there to clean his body up, he had rigor mortis and his penis was still hard. He was dead for hours. You know why I'm looking at you, right? Why? You know why I'm looking at you. I don't even know where the fuck Jaraboka is. So, not no sex pills. My baby don't need that. He ain't never take none of that kind of crazy stuff. But this fool used to take the vitamin packs from 7-Eleven. Oh, the cat. Oh, yeah. No, that was from the, the uh, what was the, um, the mobile. <laughs> Even worse. No, the BP. It was the BP. Even worse. I used to say, he's like, oh, yeah, these, it was like six, seven pills in a pack. All different they made your pee orange. taking that crap. They made your pee orange. I don't know what the hell is in that. But wow. So the crate, the, the set. The sad part is that he died, of course, but mm -hmm. what a way to get caught cheating. But you can't get in trouble. I was about to say, but your husband is like wherever far that is away, and he's probably not supposed to be there. I think that's in Mexico. And then you get a call that he's dead. That's that's pretty, pretty sad. Like, do you go get his body? Yeah, I mean, because you, no, you're not just mad. You're mad, but you, and you're grieving. And you mad because you're grieving. You're grieving because you're mad. Like, that, I can't imagine those emotions that go into that. Mm. And then you think to yourself, you wouldn't even be dead if you wasn't taking this sex pill to be with this woman. You would be home with me. Like, that's a bag of emotions to carry. Look at it on the reverse side. You get the call and that your wife died in the hotel because, I don't know, she just had a heart attack. Or some dude died on top of her, and she's scared to death now. So what she No, do? she better not tell you. How'd she, she get out of that situation? If he's, if, if, if she's if a, not dead? If a motherfucker dies on her in Mexico, and they're in a hotel room and police and everybody show up, you gotta tell this motherfucker died on me. How do you keep that a secret from your husband? I don't know if you're going to find a way. How the fuck do you keep dying? God spared you. <laughs> he spared you to die later. God spared you. You, I mean, I'm sure she that that would be her. Because you're going to be going, you're going to be crying every night. He's going to be like, what the hell is yeah, wrong with you? Somebody died humping on you and you're supposed to keep that a secret. But what if she did die and then this man got to call you like, hey, I know your wife and... She not here no more. And it, it, do, are you going to collect her body? No. What? Going <laughs> to get her ass? <laughs> nope. Ain't going to get you. Men are king petty. Yeah. Okay. King yep. petty. Nope. Not going to get her. Um, doctors remove a steel cup from a guy's asshole. That was a prank by his friends while he was asleep. So. Twelve ounce steel cup. Okay, I'm going to assume that they were of the fairer, com fairer complexion than we are. Because, oh, yes, this is white people shit. Yeah, because black people don't play like that. You're not sticking nothing up, uh, especially men. You're not sticking nothing up another man's butt playing, let alone a cup. But you black know what? guys don't play with butts. We don't play with our genitals. We don't teabag. We don't do none of that kind of frat boy hazing type of shit. Now, this is crazy that you say that. We don't that, do though. wet willies. I'm like, not none of saying that, that shit. you should, but that's where you talk about that line of toxic masculinity and though even, again, go, just listen, 
even though I agree, all of that stuff should not be done, should not be allowed. White boys will do that kind of stuff. And it's not in any way, shape, or form looked at as being um, like ho any form of homosexuality. Where black men, for the most part, like that is viewed as homosexuality. Like you playing around like that. Now, I don't agree with it. It shouldn't be done. Homosexual or not, you shouldn't be playing, sticking nothing up nobody's butt. That's not a game. Like, what if you rupture his anus? What? Like that? <laughs> That's what we're worried about. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what we're worried about. Yeah, I mean, like we shouldn't put this cup up his ass because we might rupture his anus. You could really hurt somebody. Why we shouldn't put this cup up his ass? Because we're men. We don't put cups up men's asses. That's the obvious. But I'm just thinking. not because we're gonna rupture his ass. Who's thinking that? <laughs> Who's thinking that? Hey, man. Nah, the cup too big. We're going to rupture his anus. Well, I mean, there was another case. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that one um, about the football players. Yeah, I yeah, did that, that. that was a very bad situation. That's, that's essentially rape. Mm -hmm. Like, they raped them. They sodomized the man sticking a cue, a pool cue. A, a, that's a, a, a pool stick. stick. Yeah. yeah. Sticking like a... On, like, in too deep. Think about it. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Sticking about a... It pool cue up his butt these dummies taped it on and put it on snapchat like in a football locker room like that is sodomy you don't play like that you don't do that to anybody yeah. that you you don't do that to a woman playing around like that's not cool um last gram uh this is doesn't need much to around it but jesus christ what in what scenario this should be no scenario made up in a world that white kids stick cotton in a black kid's hair like over and over and over again and nobody get punched in the face like i don't know what the black kid was just sitting there letting this shit happen and at that point you're in little league like you've been around these boys for a long time you probably you know how to handle yourself why are you letting them do that and let's just say there was another black boy who was part of putting the cotton in the head. This is one of those things where people have to look at the context of certain activities and say, uh-uh, we shouldn't do this. And this is why there needs to be education about historical events that have happened and how certain things have a a, a specific a connotation to it or they a, some symbolism to it that is that represents something negative from the past so we just don't mess with that i you know I, somebody said something about um they got fired from a job but you know they kind of their boss kept making a statement saying this is good this is too cotton picking easy and they repeated said, repeated a couple times and they let it be known like I don't like you using that phrase. And this was at a new job. And a couple weeks later, the HR people kind of told him, like, you know, your training didn't go as well, so we're going to have to let you go. But they felt like it was a direct correlation to them saying that. Mm -hmm. So so people just need to be aware, white people, black people. There's just certain things you don't. No, I'm not going to even say black people. I was going to say, what white the fuck people. do black people There's need to be aware of? There's just certain things that you don't say or do because of the historical symbolism of that. Don't do nothing. Don't throw cotton at me. Like, it's just one of them things that you just don't do. That's like people going to these, um, you know, plantations in the South to visit. 
why or are we this yeah like Ben or and have Jen. their or have their wedding there like like why are we visiting the slave plantation and don't and, and tell me when you got a person like Ben and Jen and you invite 200 people or 100 people to your wedding and nobody is like I'm declining to not go to the plantation like I feel like everybody is okay with that if you show up at a wedding that's at a plantation I don't give a fuck how close the friend is to you I'm not going to no plantation my brother had a wedding on the plantation. I'm not going. Like, I'm not fucking going, bro. I'm not yeah. down with this. I don't give a shit how much we're family. You, you, this your decision. I'm not going. What you think they should do with the land? What you mean? Like, it, so it's his, it was his great-grandfather's house who owned 600 slaves. So this isn't like a... You know, there are people who rent, rent plantations, which I think is just ridiculous that that's an option like who says oh let's go get married at the plantation but this is his home that or one of his homes that he owns so i'm j i agree with you it's not a good idea but what do you think is a solution that they should do with the land i don't know what they should do with the land i mean that's getting into a whole number uh a reparations conversation i don't know mm. i don't know what they should do there but you shouldn't have weddings and you shouldn't have um, tours and shit of plantations and if anybody in my family had a, a wedding at a plantation I'm not going like I, yeah. I, as a guest I'm not going like I don't the fact you think this is yeah. like a nice venue it's exactly like I'm not going like they used to hang people here like I'm not going there like I don't need that juju in my spirit those Fuck souls that. are still lingering um, that's crazy. Um, that's it. Act two, the podcast doing a wrap. Episode eighty five. Your boy International Walk. Your girl Tosh. The co-hosts with the mostest and the queen with the crowd that be down for whatever. And you can catch her on Act Two <laughs> You can catch her on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, TikTok, Breaker, Spotify, and Twitter. Episode eighty five. Act Two, the podcast. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace.